Welcome to part two of the Dane and Bart show. I'm Dane. And I'm Bart. We uh, have Joe Martin and Amber Robinson again here from Mountain Health. And please go to the support her Facebook page. Uh, we refuse to dance at Mountain Health. Um, thanks for staying and doing a second part. Uh, My pleasure. What, we're, what, we're, what we were talking about before is something I really want to uh, keep talking about is, is the vaccines and any vaccine injuries that you know about. All kinds of them. All kinds of them. Well, let's uh, share, please. <laughs> share. Oh, which ones do we want to share? Let's see. There is a woman in our group whose mother took the vaccine. She had had surgery, was recovering well, and they had told her that she needed to have it so that she could be discharged. So she agreed, and within 30 minutes, she started complaining of not feeling well, and within a day and a half, she had passed away. Right. We have another woman um, that she actually, she's a assistant professor, she is a nurse, um, been in the medical field a good long time, and was very active, very physically active. I'm not going to give too much away no, about her, no. you know, um, just because I want to keep her just kind of under wraps a little bit but yeah she um very physically active and is now wheelchair bound and pot syndrome is a big thing that is coming up you know they talk about all of the strokes and all the clotting disorders and this that you know because it is called clot shot but um pot syndrome is one that's not talked about a whole lot and what? i've seen that coming out a whole lot i would have to like get on there and pull it up and show you like what all pot syndrome is but it, it's crazy because after I first was put on to her story, I had two more stories pop up behind it of people away from here, but who had also been diagnosed with POTS after the vaccine. Hmm. I see. I never heard of that before. Yeah. Have you heard of it? Yeah, I've oh. heard of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be long on this, but I, I as well know people. Um, blood clots. There are two people uh, that had blood clots. Um, retaining water or fluid in your body. It's, um, I've had three people I know that has done that. Um, what's in this, what's in this vaccine? We had the doctor, we had a doctor on here last weekend. You know, she gave the answer, we don't know. And she wasn't trying to avoid the question. And you know, she's a medical doctor. I understand that we don't, but we, I think we all have, um, we all, you know, have. Yeah, there's no list of ingredients when you I mean, right. open it up. There's It's blank. I've seen that on the internet. And have you all seen that they're trying to get that kept under wraps for the next 55 years? Yeah, I've seen that. And yeah. that's something. 2077, we'll find out. Yeah. Because okay. they're hoping that everybody who's taken it is going to be dead. They will be. By the time. But they do. I know. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Uh, I but figure I got 10 years left anyway. But okay. I, Joseph <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I feel so bad when I talk about this. But that's what they're hoping. Right. You know, 55 years from now, they're hoping that all these people are going to suffer from their ADE and all this, that, and the other, and that they are no longer going to be here. That maybe, you know, that their families might, you know, be, still be around, but they're, you know, not going to really push it a whole lot or whatever. But Critically thinking, does that, should that raise a red flag? What, that they don't want anybody to know about it for 55 years? Yeah. Well, anybody who has half a brain. Yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah. Anybody who can't sit back and say, why don't they want me to know what's in that for the next 55 years? Why can't I know what's in it right now? I think we all have our ideas what's in it. Okay. Um, did you watch the, um, there's, there's a video out there with uh, Stu Peters, uh, with Dr. Zandra Botha. There's, there's more of them out there. Have you seen any of those? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> yeah. It's where they, uh, 
basically, what Xandra did was she put, uh, she took, uh, I believe, 200, 250, 300. Um, Magnification. Well. I think it was 400. It's 400 yep, blood four. samples. Oh, okay. oh, no, you're talking about the blood samples. I'm talking, okay. he was talking about the magnification. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, it was like 200, 250, 300 blood samples from vaccinated people. Put them under a microscope. And go ahead. Are you going about it changing the charge? Where are you going with that? No. So what she was doing was looking at the red blood cells. Okay, if you look under a microscope, well, you're, you, you. Yeah, okay. That's why I'm wondering where you're going with it. Yeah. Because there's so, so many things that I've seen. Okay, well, let me, uh, let me do this and you can, you can have the floor. So red blood cells are, are round. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, you know this very well. So what, what we were seeing under the, under the microscope was flattened red blood cells. No way hemoglobin could be carried, hence the, the shortness of breath, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in these cells. And there were other uh, foreign objects in there, and I think that you, you could have a better um, knowledge about that than I do. Okay. <clears throat> Before when we were talking... What I was talking about was actually samples that were taken from the vials of the vaccine. So we'll get into that in a minute. The vials of the vaccine, right? Yes. This was the blood samples pulled from now, vaccinated people. Now, the blood samples, um, I have seen studies from German doctors who are begging American doctors. When they look at this, they have realized that not only is it changing the shape of the cell, which means it can no longer carry your oxygen and things to the organs like it should, it is almost obliterating them when you look at them it's like they've been just blown apart the ones that are staying intact though it is changing the charge on that cell we are normally negatively charged and it is changing it to a positive charge and when you see those blood cells because they are positively charged they will line up so that shouldn't happen that that is where your I think honestly I think that's where a lot of the strokes are coming from is because when those blood cells line up, they're lining up in a row. When they do that, they're sticking together. So it may not be an actual clotting disorder. You know, they're throwing eloquist and all this other, all these other things at it. It may actually be that the charge has been changed, but we can't get any American doctors here to study anything about it. And the ones that do study it are getting shut down. So I do want to say that you are not talking about this in, as, as a layman. This is your profession. Yes, I've been a phlebotomist for, I was a phlebotomist for almost 20 years. I work in pathology, cytology now, um, which I do clerical stuff there. But yeah, I've been been around blood for a long time, been around the lab for a long time. Right, so that's what we want to do on this show. We're just, you know, we can, you know, I throw theories out there. I throw my tinfoil hat stuff out there, which I don't think are tinfoil, but whatever. (laughs) So we, you know, it's always great to have, you know, have somebody in the field. So what else was in there? Now, as far as those blood samples, I don't know. But the stuff that, which would have to be in the blood samples, but the stuff that I have seen that's coming out of the vaccines, I have seen actual video where they have taken straight out of the vial, straight out of that vaccine vial and put it on a slide, 400 magnification. That's not even a lot. 400 magnification is is not a lot. Putting it on there and the stuff that they see in there is crazy. There's been... And that, that came with the Stu Peters thing. I've seen more than one doctor that's been on Stu Peters that has done this. Stu's all over it. Stu is all over it. I want to talk to Stu. I want to go visit with Stu. But, um, yeah, there was one with Jane Ruby, Dr. Jane Ruby. And when they did that, it actually showed there were little things, and it sounds crazy, but they almost look like little microchips or whatever 
I think they were probably metallic pieces or whatever. Then there was like these longer pieces that lit up at a certain whatever. They know all the technical stuff, but it was saying that those were metal also. But then I found it funny that there's these little string looking things and those were stated to be parasites, which totally went along with that. And then there was these crazy little things that had like this little head thing and it had like a little pom-pom thing or something down underneath it. And if anybody's seen these videos, they've seen the same exact thing. I started researching those because I thought, what is that? What is that? And I heard somebody mention something about a hydra. And when you get to looking at those, a hydra is an absolute true and real thing. Um, they have freshwater hydras and they have saltwater hydras. These hydras they have been using in their research because they are one of the only organisms that will completely regenerate itself. It's like, you know, the salamander, when you cut its tail off, it'll regenerate its tail. These can regenerate their entire body. You cut their head off, it's going to regenerate its entire body. Anyways, they use these, um, they started using these with stem cell research because it would help these cells replicate. So my question is, if you are sticking that in with this, what are you trying to replicate? Are you using that as a vector for this replication? You know, I'm sure that if people knew that living things were being injected in with what they're being given, that they would, you know, think about this a little bit because, and they don't, they mm -hmm. don't know what's in there. That's right. that's the whole thing. But you know, why is this some? This is something that fascinates me. Why is Bill Gates involved in this? Exactly. Exactly. Why is Google listed as a pharmaceutical company on the exchange now? Critical thinking. Critical thinking. Yes. But nobody, nobody wants to do that. And the ones who do critical thinking, we're crazy. Yes. We're crazy. I use the tinfoil hat. When I say tinfoil hat, I mean, I just, uh, as Tom Roten says, you know, point out the absurd to yeah. reveal the absurd. You know, this is, tinfoil hat is pretty, you know, I just say it as a joke because it's not tinfoil hat to me. Yeah, I, I believe this stuff. What I was getting at is conspiracy theories and, and what happens, you know, how many conspiracy theories has to be true, proven true before all these people are saying, oh, you know, he's a conspiracy theory person. When does it all, you know, when do you start believing these people? I mean, you really look at the facts, look at something other than the mainstream media. I said that many times. Uh, you can't just go with what they say. And what they don't say means a lot. It's laziness. Oh, gosh. It's like, <laughs> uh, it was like this. My next set, I was saying it's a, it's a lazy society. It is. That's, yes. They want to sit back. They want everything to be done for them. That's, they want somebody to do the research for them. That's why they like mainstream media is because it's fed to them. It's fed to them right off their TV. They don't have to pick up their phone and type something in and, you know, and actually do a little bit of work. Yeah. That's, that's why we've gotten to where we are in the medical field also is that laziness because we want an automatic fix. We want a cure-all pill. We want that shot that's going to take all this away. And that's a little bit of how we've gotten to where we're at. Yeah, I, I was looking at the... Uh death rate totals uh, statistics just recently. And I, I said this before, what has happened, um, COVID last year, it was way down the list. I mean, you could break your neck before you'd actually get killed by COVID, uh, according to that list. And, and now when you put, pull up those lists, there's a caveat to it. And then the fact that it's number three on the list because of that caveat. And that caveat, it, they shouldn't be putting those people in there. The people that are dying from COVID just like I said, Joe Diffie died of COVID last year, whenever it was. He didn't die from COVID. His family got upset over that because he, he didn't really die from COVID. You know, dying from COVID and dying because you... Uh, with COVID. With COVID, yeah, that's what I was trying to get out. 
I mean, that's a whole different ball game. Um, it wasn't a, it, you didn't die because you had COVID. You died because you were overweight and you had heart disease or whatever the case may be, which is the number one killer of Americans. So, what I'm worried about is is down the road uh, is the fact that they're going at us to get this jab, and then what happens when they say, okay. Because you're overweight, because you're this, because you're that, we're going to force you to do this or that or the other. I just, you know, that where does it stop? It's a slippery slope. It is. It is. Once it starts, it does not stop. That's what I keep trying to tell people. I'm like, once we give up this freedom, the rest of them fall. Yes. So I brought up the Bill Gates thing. Um, are we are we being chipped? Not yet. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about the PCR tests. Um, you can't, okay, my experience says you can't tell if it's uh, flu, COVID, or whatever. Talk, talk a little Correct. bit about that. Um, I suggest anybody who's listening go back and look up on the FDA site itself because you can pull that list straight off of the FDA website, but there are thousands and thousands of tests that have been recalled. Um, they... Uh, are still using that test though. It's class <coughs> recall, which is the highest recall that you can get, which means technically, if it's class one recall, it should be pulled immediately. Right. But we're continuing to use those until December 31st of this year, and I still have yet to have anybody say, why are we using those? Why are you using those? If it's class one recall, you should not be using them, period. But they are. But they are, and you still have all those numbers on top. Even though they recalled all these, you still have those numbers that are on top of all your total deaths that are not being pulled back off of there. So. Well, they're not going to take them off. Well, no, because then it's not as scary. Right. When, yeah. when half of your tests are false positives, right. and I'm telling you half of them, at least half of them are false positives. Right. <clears throat> we were talking off air and uh, uh, I was talking to Joe and um, how many, how many, did the replacement workers that is coming in, did they have to be vaxxed? We've heard that they do not have to be vaccinated. They just have to have a negative uh, COVID test. But I thought this was about health. You know, that's, again, let's critical think about that. You are... You're supposed to be protecting those patients is what they say. Supposed to be protecting the patients. That, that's their story, is that it's for patient protection and people coming in the hospital or whatever so they're not exposed when we all know that it's really about the money in their pocket. Until they get desperate... And they can't, you know, they don't have uh, healthcare workers to take care of the patients. Well, they've got these replacement workers. I'm not sure what the proper term for them are, but has been arrested for assaulting their girlfriends in patient rooms. We've had uh, overdoses. We've had escorted out from being drinking while in the hospital. I was going to, yes, I heard that there was somebody that OD'd, that, a replacement worker that was working there, overdosed. There was three of them. I heard about one. There was three. Two survived. You mean, come on. WSAZ didn't report that. Well, you know. No. WSAZ, they're so busy now. They've got a lot to do. They, they do. They're covering a lot. They're covering stories out in California and yes. some in Hawaii right. and, you know, whatnot. So they're they're pretty busy. Yeah, lay off. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we, sh we shouldn't be hanging I talked to the deputy that made the arrest on the assault. And so it evidently did happen. He was a Cap County Sheriff's deputy. And he, was, he assaulted a patient. Not the, the replacement worker. Yeah. The right. deputy that made the arrest, I talked to him. Wow. And he said he did he did assault his girlfriend in one of the patient rooms. Now, whether a patient was in the room at the time or not, I don't know. Right. 
I don't want to put nothing out there that I don't really know for sure. Right, right. Well, every time Dane talks, we put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dane. Poor Thank Dane. You. So we were talking. Uh, I, I saw back to the back to the um, the Zantra both, and I, and I really encourage you guys to go to Rumble. You're not going to see it on YouTube, but go to Rumble and type in her name. Was the interview she had with Stu Peters? It looked like a. Under, underneath the microscope that looked like uh, metallic, like a, something that was metallic in there that had like some extensions on it. Um, Stu kind of came to the conclusion that it was it was computer chips. They didn't know what was going on, but that, did you, did you touch on that or? I didn't. I do know that the video that I was talking about from the actual vaccine itself, all those parts, they said that when they put them like they weren't moving at first, but once the light underneath the microscope started to heat those particles that it made them start moving and that they started trying to move toward each other. So it's almost like they're coming together. Magnetic. For whatever purpose. And like like opposite magnet, like same pole. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you said that also was a live, unedited version of that. Yes. And the one with Dr. Jane Ruby, the what they did was with the German COVID consortium and they actually did that live. They put it underneath the microscope. They had it up there where everybody could see it. They had media in there so that they could watch the whole thing. And So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, they, they cut to a different slide of something else, and maybe this wasn't. Yeah. Nope, it was done in real time. Yeah. And the little Hydra thing, that's the one that, that's why I focused on it was because it freaked me out the most. They were talking about it had gotten to the edge of the slide, and they use what they call cover slip, and it's a piece of glass that goes down over top of it, and it makes it, like it flattens everything out and makes it easier to read and to see and that had moved to the edge of that microscope or of that slide and when they put the cover glass down part of it was out and it was moving so it's independent it's alive <laughs> if it's moving it's alive there's something in there that is not <laughs> it's not sedentary it is not you yeah that's scary yeah like it's what that is that's super scary <clears throat> So it kind of leaves us at a, a an impasse here. Are we, you know, we may be we may be out of our minds. We may be. We might. We might be. Maybe the mainstream media is right. Who? Are, it's worth. I think it's worth researching on your own. Anything is worth researching. On. That's my point. I don't. I don't believe we're out of our minds. But you know, if you're listening to this and think these guys are out of their minds, well, the main. I, I think I told you about a year ago, uh, we were on a golf course and uh, I told you, I said, you know, everything that has been told to us is, is probably a lie. Um, and you think about how uh, during wars and different things that happen, they'll go in and, you know, they'll do the propaganda. You know, that, that propaganda is, you know, they sway people to think whatever way they want them to think. And that, that's exactly what's going on here today. We, we said that before about the, uh, was it the Mockingbird? Yeah, Operation Mockingbird. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you can't have uh, every television station in the country say the exact same thing verbatim if they're not being told to say that. that, that it won't happen. What's what's the odds of that happening that, uh, you know, that the same phrase, the same phraseology, everything is, I mean, it's like no matter what you look at, yeah. you know. And it had to be a day on the golf course where I, whipped you because I don't think you've ever beat me out there, have you? The last three times you came in last. And actually, 
you want me to recount that about how you threw with your club over the hill and then you was it I, beat? Fa- I found it. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't count. Yeah, beating the ground with it. And... <clears throat> uh, moving on. Oh, that's what I thought. You didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> he made it off the course with the club. Have you? <laughs> he made it off the course with the club. That's right. And the win. So no, anyway, no, no, no. You quit keeping score on that one. I, I remember that. Have you? Uh, have you ever? I've got to the point in my life where, like, like Dane said, that everything that I've ever been taught. In schools, anyway, it is a lie. I mean, Kennedy assassination. Any, every, just pick a topic. We have been lied to. I have a friend um, that is in the Mountain Health Group. There's a core group of us that have kind of banded together, and we have dinner every so often and stuff, touch base, um, go over our whole illegal corporation stuff and all that. But one of them is homeschooling her children. And that's where she's at. She's like, I am struggling with what do I teach? She was like, I know that what is there and what I'm supposed to teach is not the whole truth. She said, and I know all this stuff that is true. She said, so where do I go with that? She said, do I, you know, do I teach them just what the curriculum that they're supposed to be taught? Or do I teach them all the rest of it with it? And I told her, my opinion on it, I told her, I said, you teach them all of it. I mm-hmm. said, you teach them, you know, this is what they're trying to teach you, and this is what they say, but right. here's the other side of that. Well, that is a conundrum, but the first thing you, knew, you need to do is get them out of the public school system. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm so proud of my oldest daughter. She has done that. She's a speech pathologist, and um, she quit the public school system. She does, you know, tell us stuff now. Um, she homeschools. Um, <clears throat> I was at a friend of ours the other night, and they've homeschooled their kids. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I mean, I, I'm not that guy that says my grandkids are. They are. They're brilliant. The people that you know that I was talking about, we went to their house the other night. Their kids are brilliant. The scores of the SAT, uh, ACT tests. Homeschool kids are, they're killing it. Yeah. I've read it. Well, people think, you know, oh, the public school system, public school, it's not public school system. It's government school system. It's government indoctrination. Mm -hmm. I mean, call it what it is. It is. It's all laid out by them. Every single bit of that feeds that, and that's. They want you to learn what they want you, what they want you to learn. It keeps you compliant. Keeps you compliant like good little socialists, mm-hmm. like good little sheep. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a friend whose um, son was in kindergarten, and one of the first things he brought home this year was a little sheet. You know, it's their sight words. You know, it should be he, she, things of that nature. The pronoun game. He brought home comply. Oh my! It gosh. was a worksheet with comply in this, and it had a little box that said, "This is what complying looks like," or "This is what to comply looks like," or something like that. And they what had him draw kindergarten. Oh my gosh! Kids, kids getting kicked out of school for refusing to use pronouns. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is, guys, this is this is just, it's ridiculous. Um, I'd love to have you back. <laughs> Absolutely. Joe, as well. We'd love to have you guys back because there's so much, I, I've just enjoyed these conversations. And um, what, we'll, what we'll do here is, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. I know it's getting, uh, like these guys were up all night picketing and 24 degrees. We established that 24 degrees, so we're going to let them go to bed here, and um, 
I'm a huge Ohio State uh, football fan. I'm, Don't let him kid you. He is sitting here with his eyes on this TV. <laughs> that is exactly where he wants to go. I don't even know what I've been saying. We're watching, uh, watching the Buckeyes, baby, and they are up three touchdowns. You got to love it. All right, guys. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I appreciate you guys coming. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. All right.